0: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino. San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. See ya.
1: It is Bennett Woods, final hour on a Wednesday morning live from the Peoria Sports Complex here in Arizona. And it was um it was miserably cold and wet and rainy and windy when we got here. And now it's no longer wet. It's just miserably <laughs> cold. <laughs> the sun is out. It doesn't seem to be doing a its job that it usually does. Usually the Arizona sun Ooh. is. He's, I mean, it's undefeated usually. It comes out and it gets hot, and it that's why they have spring training here. But today the sun is fighting a bit of a losing battle against the cold wind uh, that is blowing in here uh, across the valley of the, the, the wind. You're going to lose <laughs> me on the camera soon. Because <laughs> my dying, computer uh, is going
2: to die. Just more of me and less of you. You didn't bring your charger. So I charged it overnight. Set up your phone. Set up my phone? uh nah um i love the the commitment to our
1: new youtube youtube Uh, what is (laughs) youtube
2: i uh i I charged it the night before uh before yesterday i mean i left here with with power to spare Uh, so i charged it last night and walked out this morning and now i'm like i got like a hair left so you guys are not going to get this glorious (laughs) stash uh much much longer all right. Uh, looking at our YouTube
1: stream, I see the face of Sam Levitt, which must mean it is time for Sammy Spring Training. Yeah, buddy, here with Ben and Woods, our pre and post game show hosts, sitting down with us here. <laughs> what do you
0: think of this stash, Sammy? I love it. Do you? I like it too. <laughs> I, I I will say I tuned in the moment I opened up my laptop in the media room. This was about I don't know six fifty local time. I no, Sorry, it was about seven fifty local. Yeah, seven fifty yeah. local time. I, I I didn't. I mean, I, I just. I, I sat at my laptop and just, and just I was frozen for 10 seconds marveling I, I at the think stash.
2: I saw the Ted Lasso, it's kind of a Ted Lasso, the color reminds me of Ted Lasso. I've never colored uh, my hair before, and, and I know people that have colored their hair, and I don't think that I ever would, uh, but I had to color the stash last night, and I'll say this, I got the Just for Men, it was really <laughs> easy to do, uh, it's to smelled. Brush it smelled, yeah, it smelled really good. It, it's like, not... Like, really, really good. It's, it's not, not obvious. No. I'll tell you right. what,
0: if you would have, you, you didn't know? No. I would have not known you colored it.
2: I uh, So I, I got it at Target, went home and colored it, jumped in the shower, you rinse it. It burns a, a little. There's a little bit of a burning sensation. Uh, and then I... I I rinsed it out. I got out. That's and how I you know I, it's working. I went out. Oh, oh my god! It looks <laughs> it looks huge. Like it's very very thick and lustrous. So uh, I don't think Mrs. Woods is a fan. Uh, Bo, my son, my my five year old goes get that off. Is the first thing he said when <laughs> Facetime. How this many morning. speeding
1: tickets have you written this <laughs> morning? <laughs> seriously,
2: <laughs> seriously. But uh, I'm getting mixed reactions uh, on it now. Paul, you could have a stash. You could do it if you wanted to. It's thin.
0: looking at looking at Paulie's facial hair. It's like a French, yeah. I don't know that you would have the like the 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 side part of it as well. He's got nothing. Sorry, we only have three microphone ports. Right. So, and Samuel share. I never been a fan of the mustache personally. The beard was tough enough. Yeah. It never grew in well. It took way too long. Like some guys, you give them a week and they have a full beard. And it takes me like. Over a month, yeah. and I never would. I never had the gonads to let it go that far. Then we had the pandemic hit, where I didn't have to see anybody for months. So I was like, all right, I'll let it. So go I'm and thinking see what about.
2: You saw Ben was making fun of my facial hair yesterday. He said it looks terrible. It looks better today. Well, so I, I it shaved. Really does. I shaved all of this, but now I'm thinking I'll let it grow back, just for men. The whole thing, and then I'll have a big, bushy Marcus, David dahl style beard. Uh, which I've always kind of hey, wanted I, so
0: Keith Hernandez I believe yes! was a big spokesperson for Just for Men I love Keith so I love Just for Men I, I said, go for it
2: I loved it it was a very simple <laughs> process so thank you Just for Men
0: so uh,
1: Sammy how'd you spend uh, day one first full squad workout day yesterday after uh, obviously you were on with us and did the, the scrum and the media what occupied your time uh, the rest of the day
0: to be totally honest, it was pretty similar to the last few days. Uh, the, the big addition the last few days, as far as on field work, has been the live batting practice, having the matchups pitcher against hitter and getting to see, you know, guys like Manny and Bogart and Soto and Tatis and the list goes on and on. Uh, see those guys take real at bats against really all kinds of different pitchers. I mean, you see some major league guys uh, like Nick Martinez and uh, threw one the other day and uh, tons of other guys have as well, but there have been some pretty cool moments too. Uh, Matt Waldron, who's a knuckleballer uh, in the minor league. So actually I saw in 2021, Uh, In San Antonio, when I was in Amarillo, I called a bunch of his games. Um, He faced uh, Manny and and Xander Bogart, so that was kind of cool to see. Um, But, you know, pretty much the the same stuff with live BP, defensive drills, um, you know, hitting in the cage, hitting on the field, um, you know, watching the side sessions. Joe Musgrove just threw a bullpen, uh, looked really good, and I, I saw that he had four wisdom teeth taken out yesterday was out there throwing a bullpen today so yesterday was was pretty similar uh, on the field, the big difference was hearing, obviously, as you guys know, Peter Seidler talk and uh, A.J. Preller and uh, Eric Grutner. Uh, but, you know, on the field, a, a pretty standard day from what we've seen.
2: Got to watch uh, Fernando take an A.B. against Morihone yesterday, and that was a lot of fun watching him kind of spit on some change-ups down. Uh, had a little difficulty recognizing a change-up, but then ended up, ended up getting a knock on a 3-2 pitch. Everybody goes up there and takes like, a full at-bat, uh, 3-2 pitch, and he ended up, Fighting one off and, and and grabbing a knock, that was pretty fun to see, and you know, just getting that kid and his energy back around uh, all the guys is is it's spectacular. Yeah, Sammy, this will be it'll be your first real go around with Fernando Tatis Junior.
0: I have not seen Fernando Tatis Junior play in person since he was in the minor leagues. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, it's it's.
2: Uh- Yeah, it's a it's an electric factory is what it is. I'm
0: super excited to see it. Um, Bob Melvin talked a a little bit about him today, and I I guess I'll just report to you guys what Bob Melvin had to say um, that he's not going to play in the first game on Friday. Uh, We found that out from Bob Melvin. Uh, Likely he'll play in this first week of spring training. But essentially, Bob Melvin said they just want to make sure he's ready for all the different elements that he'll face in a real game. Things like. Uh, sliding feet first things like diving back into first base how different things feel which you know look the last thing you want to do because there is no rush I mean let's let's not forget not only is there not is there a full spring training but there's then 20 games into April so there's plenty of time here and I think there's a real sense of not wanting to rush him back into the spring training games Bob Melvin also said that he will mostly play the outfield in spring training they're trying to take a little bit off his plate you know as, as far as defense where shortstop made you know put put a little bit more on his plate so th- that was the update um, from Bob just some thoughts that he and that he had on tatis today do
2: we know and Ben asked the question yesterday do we know what it looks like uh, for Fernando tatis Jr. so when camp
0: ends where does he go that's that's a, it was asked today during the media availability, there wasn't a, an answer yet. Okay. Um, uh, Bob Melvin said they're still figuring out kind of what everything looks like. Where could he go? Could he go well, to,
2: would he go to, is he eligible to go to Elsinore and get a Is know. he eligible to go to That's El great Paso? I, I was know. under at least the belief, and
1: I don't know how many games it is, but as your suspension comes to a close, whether it's seven games or ten or something, that, you can go on a minor league rehab assignment before you can be activated to the big leagues. Because I can't imagine he's sitting in his
2: condo. And but, they're like, "All right, welcome but, but to before you know." That, I
1: mean, you know, when he was the the suspension last year, you know, he could be he could be at the ballpark, but as soon as you know right. whatever the game you know official hours were, he could not look, be with the team anymore. So he actually did have to leave and go back and you know watch sit on his on own TV. essentially yeah. and watch the game on television. And and I don't know how many games left that. He'll have to do that before, you know, maybe he is eligible for a rehab assignment.
0: They, they also have extended spring training here. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I've never been to extended spring training, so I don't totally know as far as, like, what they do if they actually play inter-squad you Better games be quieter.
2: Here. Adam's going to make you stay well, for extended well, spring training. So, so if
0: they... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shh, an Extend the reservation. Um... <laughs> Uh, but but that could be a possibility, too, that he's here for extended spring training and stays ready that way. It's a good question because there's this weird period yeah. between spring training and when he'll come back. Um, I, I would imagine, I would imagine, this is just me talking without really asking anybody, I'd imagine if he can go play in real minor would. league games yeah. that he, they probably would want him to do that, to stay as game ready as he can. Um, so we'll see. But that, it's funny you asked that because that was asked today, and I think... Um, that's something we've got to find out over the course of the, the next few weeks. There's a lot, of,
2: a lot of time between now and then. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a the lot, lot can happen, uh, you know, and, and the, the more reps he gets, the better. But, yeah, it would be, it would be hard to imagine, um, you know, you just got to sit three weeks at, at your condo and hit off the tee and, uh, at the ballpark and then, all right, I'm back and, and put he me had, in the lineup, when coach.
1: Had, when he had COVID, essentially he did nothing for 10, 11 days yeah. and came right back. He jogged once, I think he and, said. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he ran one
2: time and, and hit, you know, a few balls off the tee.
1: Talking to Sammy, spring training here, and I'm curious, as someone who covered the minor leagues as much as you did, spring training is is a little different for the minor leaguers. I mean, we can see behind me and in front of you guys, the, they call them the backfields, the ones, you know, there's a, a four-diamond complex. You got to hoof it way out there where, yeah. uh, you know, after a few days, I think the minor leaguers are starting to show up now. and. Yeah, they'll, they'll have their own programs and everything that go on out there, and they kind of keep them a little separate. I mean, they're in the building, but there's a separate clubhouse for the major leaguers and the minor leaguers. They're all here, but their schedules are different. Their paths don't cross that much, and it's almost like a carrot. You know, you, you get so close. You yeah. can see it yeah. over there. You can see the big league clubhouse. You can see the big league mounds and diamonds over there, and it's like, oh, I just want to be there so badly.
0: Yeah, it's, you know... It's a really big deal when you get a locker in that major league clubhouse, um, You know, which some minor league guys do have right now in, in the major league clubhouse. Um, it's a big deal, and you're right. It's something to strive for. Um, look, it, there's all different kinds of situations, and this year we may see more minor leaguers in some of these games or at least for a longer period of time because of the World Baseball Classic. But um, you know, look, I, I think spring training day-to-day as far as what they're doing is really similar. I mean, they're hitting, they're fielding, they're throwing, they're taking live BP. But you're right, it is kind of separate. It is... Um, I think at times a little bit later in the day, like the other day, I went back there uh, to watch uh, Lake Bacher throw, who uh, was with me in Amarillo in 2019, uh, who's uh, had some Tommy John surgery and and is now, you know, has pitched last year in the minors and and is here and really is very talented. I would love to see Lake uh, make it to the major leagues. So I went back to watch him throw. So normally after they're done, I'll take one lap to the backfields there and just Uh, see who I can who I can find and and look it's it's interesting with the Padres right because the last few years we really haven't talked a lot about you know big impact prospects really aside from Mackenzie Gordon CJ Abrams coming up last year those guys that you talk about for a few years you know we haven't talked about a lot of them actually coming to the big leagues because you know they've, they've been traded away um you know in a lot of the deals the Padres have made so um You know, but it's, you know, it's always interesting to watch those guys and, uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for the minor league guys who come out here and are really grinding um, and and they're chasing to go over to those fields and be in that clubhouse. And, um, you know, it's amazing because like the, you know, there's a, 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 you know, a big difference, you know, it's it's a life changer when you get that one opportunity. It is from, you know, the money perspective, all of it. So, um, look, I... I root for those guys. They're they're grinding away, and I respect it.
2: I don't know about you guys, but I'm always this time of year uh, get a little fidgety, you know. And being out here doesn't help. Uh, you're ready to get the get, this time of year get the games get the games going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, touche. Okay. Um, I, all right, let me amend that. I get really fidgety for baseball. And they did the uh, they announced the broadcast schedule yesterday, and all the games that they're going to be airing. And I'm like. I'm in. Mean, I just want to watch every inning uh, of every game. I want to see uh, some of the kids, and, and again with some of the stars. Not that you see the stars four or five AVs uh, in a game in spring training, anyway. But man, like, let me know when when Jackson Merrill is holding down shortstop when when Xander and all the guys are yeah. gone. Let me know when Ethan is is years sixteen. I, was, years I can't old, wait to see because they said he's
1: going to come. I'm going to die.
0: He was he was here eights. yesterday, yeah. uh, Salas. He was over there just watching stuff yeah. I, I don't know if he arrived yesterday um, so he is here um, I did not see him today but I know he is here but yeah it's going to be cool
2: has anybody oh. heard or seen Cole Hamels
0: yes you saw him uh, I've seen him in the clubhouse a couple times okay exactly. has he thrown so I'll go back to my notes I wrote kid. these no, down guy's uh, uh, unreal so that. Bob Melvin was asked about Cole Hamels today uh, but before I get to that, yes, I have seen him a few times, and I've seen him in the clubhouse now a couple of times. I have not seen him talk to any uh, media yet. Nope. Uh, he just hasn't really been at his locker. But I, I am going to try to do that when, when we can get it. Um, Bob Melvin said, with Cole Hamels, not going to see him in a spring training game. It doesn't sound. At all? At le- really? I'm just telling okay. you what. what okay, yeah. and, and we're going to post the video so all everybody right. can see kind of the question and, and what Bob Melvin said, but it didn't sound like that today it sounds like they're going to move him along um slowly so I, so I, I don't I, want to misquote no, at all we'll that's, post that's the video fair. that's fair but I it mean, didn't it didn't sound like it today breaking know, news
1: barring I, barring any injuries the you know the Padres kind of know who the rotation is going to look like early in the season but you never know what kind of depth you're going to need and if you bring no. him along slowly it it may not matter if he's ready in May or June, if that's when you need a starter and, and he's he's coming and he's thrown and can can give you some innings, maybe that's valuable exactly. to the Padres.
0: Exactly, maybe he's not an option if you needed an arm in April or May, but maybe he's more of a you know a midsummer type of of option. Um, you know, look, he's on a minor league deal, so. Um, you know, we'll yeah. see. Well, I, like
1: I, Julio Tehran yeah, well. I, 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 uh, I guess it's. I guess it's kind sure of a wait and see. Let's see yeah.
0: how he does. Let's see how he looks. Let's see what the stuff looks like. Um, but I'm I'm looking forward to uh, getting a chance to to talk to Cole Hamels and, and ask him some questions. And uh, you know, look, he's uh, you know obviously has a track record. So who knows? You, especially with the pitching, you guys know, like you just never know who's going to come up and make a spot start and how many arms you need. Hopefully, you don't need a lot, but. Injuries happen. It's good, to have, happen. good yeah, to have them. happen. Good to have them if you need them. It's really him. important.
1: Sammy Spring Training, go find somewhere warm. We'll be joining you in like 45 minutes as soon as the show is over to heat up a little bit. Yeah,
0: I, I'll tell you what. You guys are doing a great job today because it Thank is you, cold out here. It is windy over there. Where you don't have the little canopy here, it is,
1: uh, it's is—it's It's rough. Yeah, it's, and don't forget is. about Sammy's podcast, Inside San Diego Baseball. You can also check out Odyssey's big-time baseball podcast. That's Tony Gwynn Jr.'s. I mean, they're all over the place. With John Heyman uh, giving you the inside scoop on everything from the field to the clubhouse and the front office. New episodes of big-time baseball available on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we'll come back. Peter Seidler. Uh, just a little over 10 minutes away, I think, so stick around. You don't want to miss it. Uh, more Ben and Woods after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan.
2: Ben Higgins, name that television program.
1: Uh, eastbound and Down, <laughs> which uh, you know Woods played a little bit of while we drove over here. And I must say, I did, I did enjoy Kenny Powers.
2: Very quotable. Yeah,
1: he's uh, he's not the he's not the most put together gentleman, <laughs> but
2: no, no, he's not. He's a bit, bit rough around the edges, a bit rough around the edges. But I'm glad you enjoyed the first one. Hopefully, hopefully you will watch it uh, on your own. I, I gave you a taste. And now you got to go back and, and get the rest. Yeah, uh,
1: I've got a, I got a lot of watching TV watching to do. You do usually these trips are a great chance to catch up on. Although I must say yesterday was uh, I I was grinding all day long. That yesterday. was going to say for
2: me and Paulie yesterday was a great day to catch up on some yeah. things. But uh, <laughs> Ben, like we left, we went to the backfields. Ben didn't even get a chance to go over the backfields. Had to go in, do all your new stuff. Yeah,
1: I did a, a live hit with Jesse in the midday show. Yep.
2: And then I worked
1: on a package of Peter Seidler and and his comments and set up my sports guest. I did get to go and have at least a partial dinner with you and Paul and Jesse at P.F. Chang's. A lot of fun. um, Which was was fun. And then I came back out here and set up in the dark in front of the uh, building. And just me by myself and standing on the rocks and doing live shots in our our 5 and 6 o'clock news. And then, yeah, I got to go back to the Airbnb, but I had to stay up for the Aztecs game and and do the eleven o'clock news as well. So
2: it just felt like a long day, It's a grindy day, my friend. The
0: good news is today uh, teeth chattering, yeah, Yeah. cold. It's It's gotten like like ten degrees colder. Colder Feet are the last hour;
1: they're numb. (laughs) <laughs> Whew, well, let's get it together, guys, because we're just uh, like five minutes away from Peter Seidler scheduled to join us here. After he was uh, confirmed, gi-
2: that's confirmed. Giant
1: newsmaker yesterday uh, around not just uh, Peoria but all of Major League Baseball. I mean, there were stories in plenty of national publications about his comments. You know, responding to what other owners have either said outright or at least insinuated about his spending on his team and you know what making them look bad why you know why hey why can't you spend i mean really it's mostly owners going to their fans well why why can't you spend like peter seiler does i
0: mean fans to their own fans yeah. to their
1: owners saying yeah well why don't why, so why some can't of you of his do that? quotes yesterday when he
0: had his media availability Fire, and it's like man <laughs> we've talked about it a bunch like he's Got to be getting to that level where he is just disliked by half, at least half the owners in baseball. Yeah,
2: I mean, and it's 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 not. And I love him. for It's that. not jealousy. It's it's like, man, you're making us look bad. You're, you're make, making you yeah, look bad. Peter's just exposing. That's it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. No, I'm excited to talk to him. We, uh, Paulie and I, got to chat with him for a moment yesterday out at the backfields. And he's a very congenial guy, um, you know. And and obviously is, is making the right decisions and, and doing the right things. And um, yeah, he's a, there's there's more. He's really invested in in the game, you know, and invested in, in. And he said it yesterday. You know, we want to bring a title here, and to hear that from an owner is great. And I mean, he great. doubled
1: down. You know, he said, "I don't, I don't like. Let's pick a different word than sustainable." Yeah. But he did say that putting a a quality roster and a winning product on the field in San Diego is sustainable. Yes. There's no. There's no fire sale. There's no plan. This is not a. Uh, a pump and dump scheme where hey yeah, let's do it for three or four years and then you know sell the sell the franchise for two billion dollars and get out he said hey this is going to be in my family i hope for the 50 75 years uh you know long after i'm gone i want the padres to still be a you know a sidler family holding so this is not some you know strategy or scheme this is the way he wants to do business in the long term
2: yeah it's um it's certainly refreshing you know it certainly is and and no. Seems like uh oh, the All right, confirmation. No, All right. Let's take a He'll break. Here we'll come momentarily. back. Yeah, momentarily. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a break. I love it. We'll
1: come back with uh, Peter Seidler, owner of the San Diego Padres, coming up next with Ben & Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Welcome back. Uh, second show has gone extremely well. Ben and Woods here at the Peoria Sports Complex. And uh, we're going to wrap up our second show, final segment, uh, with a real treat. We're joined by the owner of the Padres, Peter Seidler, uh, here. And, and Peter, uh, you were making a lot of headlines yesterday. I know that's not why you <laughs> are into this and into baseball, but you, kinda, you must have seen a lot of people writing about you yesterday. What did that feel like?
3: You know, I haven't noticed. I haven't uh, I haven't seen the press yet t- today. Um, usually I'll get a, a package and flip through it, but, um, you know, to me it's always more about doing what we think is in the best interest of the organization and San Diego. And, um, you know, my wife is a great reader. She'll devour a book, it seems like, every two or three days. And... Um, I just kind of walk around and enjoy the baseball when i 'm out here and it 's really fun right now tons of players minor leaguers uh, up to the guys on the major league squad and as cold as it seems to be today it 's great to be here and fun to see all the action
2: was there was there a moment peter and and I know you know we've we've covered the team um, together as a show almost five years and kind of our our moment that put us on the map as a show and kind of the the moment that that let people know the Padres have arrived was when Manny signed and it just it really just kind of kind of gone together up in that upward trajectory but we've acquired so many players since then and and so many great pieces was there a moment when you said to yourself all right this is how I want to do business now or has it just been kind of an organic thing how it's grown Because it's an all-star team. You look at the roster. It's it's
3: been organic. I I think, um, you know, we look at it as every avenue. It's about the players. This game is about the players and the talent and the character of those players, in my opinion. And, um, you know, we turn over every rock to get the best talent we can find. AJ does and Josh Stein and uh, the people that work with them. And whether it's through free agency or trade or um, drafting, developing, international signings have been important for us. Um, and and so I think you know, fast forward to today. And by the way, I, I agree with you on the Manny comment. Um, I think he's been a he's been a game changer for us in multiple ways. Um, gotten better every year in multiple ways. It's just a joy for really all of us in San Diego to watch. And I think, you know, similarly, uh, I'll, I'll call out um, I could call out a lot of players, but those have been with us for a while to to know that we're going to be able to watch you, Darvish for a long time and Joe Musgrove for a long time. Um, I believe Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to come back and really uh, honor the um, relationship he has with the with his teammates and with the fans of San Diego but um, you know our overarching goal is one thing and that's to win a world championship and bring a parade and the title to San Diego and within that um, when opportunities present themselves to make us better um, again, it, it's, it's A.J. and his team, but, uh, um, you know, they communicate with me in a detailed way very well. Um, you know, that's, that's the ultimate bottom line question. It's just going to help us win a championship, um, and we think, you know, we've got a very credible team going out there this year.
1: Peter, you dropped a, a couple of terrific sound bites yesterday. I have to thank you from my, my TV side. Great for business. Uh, one of them was that uh, you said Manny Machado is my top priority. Now, you know, you can't predict the future. You don't know, uh, you know, how both sides are going
3: to respond. But what
1: what does that mean to you that, that he's your top priority right now?
3: He's earned it. As simple as that. And um, that that's really all I'm going to say about that. Out of respect for. The player and for the organization, we have those conversations privately. But um, what I said yesterday is completely true.
1: You also said there will not be a fire sale. That's a, a loaded. <laughs> that's a loaded phrase in Padres history. Somebody asked question of the history in yeah. a long time. But I, I thought it was interesting how you said, you know, this is uh, you want this franchise to be in your family for 50 75 years to come. That this is a, a long term. and you feel like this is something that the Padres can be a winning long-term. How does that vision look in your head?
3: Well, long-term starts one year at a time, and I'm pretty hyper-focused right now on this current year, especially um, as we enter the second day of spring training. But um, I do believe that um, every single year we can be sitting here and credibly believe that we've got a shot to, to get the trophy. And, um, you know, clearly there, there are plenty of very good teams in baseball this year, as every year there are, uh, but we intend to be in the mix.
2: Talking to uh, Padres owner Peter Seidler here on Ben & Woods this morning. and We had the discussion, um, kind of a downtime in sports radio after the Super Bowl. We were talking about what makes a great owner, and don't worry, you... You pass with flying colors. Um, (laughs) You were kind of held up as the example. And you think about some of the owners in football uh, that are very hands-on, very hands-on down on the sideline. Is it ever ever, uh, a challenge to not be more hands-on, to not go into the locker room and say, hey, come on, let's go. Let's get it together. We can't lose three games in a row. Is that in your personality to do?
3: Oh, I I can uh – tell that to my wife and kids <laughs> come on let's go, we gotta, let's this go. Game. we gotta win this game um but no i i i think um you know i'm in my early 60s and um i've known long in any organization i'm a part of there's smarter people that'll pull the levers than i am um i hope i can help set the stage for good decision making and then let um you know, our head of business Eric Grubner, our head of baseball AJ, and the people they work with have the expertise way more than I ever will. So, you so like, I you enjoy you it. You like
2: to delegate. I mean, that's what you're doing is you're delegating. But no, no interest in going down into the dugout mid game like a Jerry Jones would do <laughs> if he owned a baseball team. He would be down in the dugout mid game.
3: Um no
2: it's you know that's a rare
3: gift though because you don't get
2: to the level of
1: being able to own a professional sports franchise without having a tremendous amount of success in your life and most of those people tend to be the kind of people who want to do everything themselves yep. and you know wanna, way want to do it their way and hey I've, I've had success before doing this my way i'm going to do this my way as well it, do you feel like that's always kind of been y- I'll, your personality I'll say this about
3: baseball and owning a franchise it's there's nothing like it you know the the thrills are nightly that you know or the disappointments um, and you feel that every night you know and the great thing about baseball is if you lost last night we're back at it again today and we're gonna win today so um, but equally important with a professional sports franchise you can have the franchise can have a an outsized impact on the community in a positive way and and i think that's as important as anything we do Um, trying to be a good corporate citizen in san diego and and every year trying to be better at it
1: in particular i know that homelessness has been one of the issues that you've you've tackled directly and uh, it must it must be painful seeing that it what a the impact it continues to have in San Diego, especially, you know, in downtown, it's hard not to see it if you're driving into the yeah. ballpark. And I know I know that's something that's first and foremost in your mind. Uh, do, you, do you have any any thoughts? Just because in Petco Park, that area has been one where you drive in and you see it so clearly, you know, what what's going on in San Diego and other cities.
3: Well, it, it's it's human suffering in in a way that I don't believe needs to occur Um, With rare exceptions, homeless people have problems, whether it's mental health or physical health, or simply, especially during the pandemic, they simply ran out of money. And you see more children out there and elderly out there that um, are, and so really most cities, including San Diego, had a big step back during the pandemic because there were a lot of things that could not be done because of social distancing and and just all the um, massive negative impacts of the pandemic. But we're, we're largely through that now, and I believe our city, um, with leadership um, from uh, both the private sector and the public sector, is in the early stages of, of seeing those numbers trend down, seeing that suffering trend down, and... Um, you know, it's, it's critical to all of us. And I, I spend a lot of my personal time and work with really great people that and our and we have one objective, and that's to reduce the suffering help the most vulnerable. Um, and I've got some optimistic optimism as we um, further step into 2023 that things are going to get better.
2: Talking to Peter Seidler here on Ben and Woods. Thank you again for your time and for joining us. It's freezing cold out here. You didn't have <laughs> it is to cold. We, we really, really appreciate it. You know, we, another topic that we broached, and, and uh, you're not anything really like Aaron Rodgers, but he did the. Uh, he went and did that darkness room for four days. He's a he's a searcher. Um, you're a very Zen guy I follow you on Instagram I see you're you're a Zen guy as someone who's not really I don't have a, a shred of Zen in me how, how does one achieve that kind of inner peace uh, the Zen what works for you
3: I'm here I'm vertical that's <laughs> yeah, part of it yeah. you know um, I feel very fortunate I've, I've had two two big battles with cancer and um, I've seen a a lot of people suffer in that area as well and I, I'm very fortunate to be here and en- enjoy it and to be around all the thrills of baseball and hang out with guys like you and fans like we're talking to today but you know as um, just to make you know to state what people say but really try to take it to heart to to make the most out of every day and um, enjoy it have some fun laugh and hopefully make a positive difference. I'm sitting here.
1: I'm staring at two mustaches right <laughs> right across the table from me. One Zen. One's I know. Gone. I know one's origin from last night. And and Peter, you've said that uh, that your wife likes it, wants to keep it. When when did you make the, the call? Though? Yeah. I mean, when, when what was, was the decision? Come, that when, went, come about? Went into it. Well,
3: the quick backstory: I, um, I, I I never had grown a mustache before, <laughs> and I participated in the Great Movember. Yeah. Um, Men's Health um, Month, where where men are, um, for good causes, uh, asked to grow a mustache, and I did it, and really at the inspiration of my eight-year-old daughter, and um, my, my two daughters and my wife seem to like it, and I tell them it's day-to-day, so we'll see, <laughs> but yeah. I'm having fun with it.
2: Mrs. Seidler, though, said don't come home without it. Like you have to It's have like the American Express like, yeah, You don't come home
3: without it. <laughs> oh, so She's yeah. a fan. She's a fan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice to have a supportive missus on that. Yeah, <laughs> that must be very, very nice. <laughs> well,
1: uh, Peter, we really appreciate it. We'll let you get back in inside and warm up a little bit. We'll be joining you in about ten minutes when our show wraps up. Great. Well, thanks, thanks you guys. So much. So, yeah. Always good to see you. Uh, appreciate it. Peter Seidler, uh, owner of the San Diego Padres, uh, mustache. Here to stay, hopefully. Well, mustache well, bros. I mean,
2: you know, mustache bros. If for the life. Padres
1: get off to a hot start, it's going to stay. Yeah, if there's you a, can't shave it. Then. You know, yeah, if no. then, you know, if there's ever a slump, there's always a way to get out of a slump because you can always <laughs> shave the mustache I, if necessary. I told
2: him yesterday his is so much more severe that he's got like Doc Holliday. Like, yeah, he looks like a hard ass with his. I mean, he may need some look, wa- some like mustache a wax at yeah. some
1: time. You don't need any wax yet for what yours, a, uh, but what, what
2: a great dude! You know, great owner, obviously, but you can sitting next to him looking into his eyes that's a fantastic human being I, just a fantastic I know we we're, we're
1: here and talking Padres and it's a sports show but I asked him that question about homelessness because I wanted to make sure that that everyone listening because I've, I've heard him talk about it before and knows that he's more than just a guy who wants to win a World Series yeah the guy just- who cares about
2: people and our, our community mm-hmm. you know and, and more than a guy that just strokes checks for good players you know and and no, i was just saying like when you look at him there's a, a, a gentleness a peacefulness he's a very very um, good human being you can see it you see it in the way he carries himself you hear it in the way he speaks he's very deliberate uh he's thoughtful um but yeah he's also he's also the guy that comes out yesterday yeah. and says don't worry about how we do business we're gonna be fine you know, well, that's the thing. I mean, he,
1: he clearly cares less than some of these other owners about squeezing every dollar out of his franchise. Yeah. He wants to put a, a winning product on the field. But if there was ever a guy that you want to have the dollars, you know, you feel good about him and what he's going to do with it. You know, he's he, he makes a commitment that it's it's not about you know we heard him talking about his kids they, they might not be happy about how much I spend but you know he wants to he wants to give something to fans he wants to give something to community uh, he feels blessed and he wants to share that with everybody
2: yeah I, I, he's a, a phenomenal guy and, and I'm glad we've got it's to know him. it's
1: almost it's a little awkward for me as because you s- don't have a mustache no oh. well that's part of it but you know normally you you sit with the owner and you want to ask a couple of hard hitting questions like what's the you know get to the bottom of what's going on you know what's wrong with your franchise you know what are you doing with all with Peter it's it's
2: very difficult
1: because it is. you know you can dig a little bit and you don't you don't find skeletons you just find a well, what's good human
2: to, being what's there to find Meh. you know right now with a team that that made the NLCS last year um has improved their roster has has you know doubled its fan base has has, they have a waiting list for for uh, season tickets. I mean, we hey, it's enough. I know there's <laughs> there's someone who can complain about everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sure.
1: I, the ticket prices are too high sure. now. Well, I mean, you could you could sell them for ten dollars to everybody, but then no one would ever get in because it would be impossible to get a ticket. There'd be you know lines around the block. You you know that's that's a reasonable expectation when you're business is popular then you charge a little bit more you know for your product that's how it works in every every business and in every industry except for ours
2: i mean we still charge we zero. charge zero that's zero true dollars.
1: yeah from the day we started when no one was listening to now when you know i think feels like a lot of people are back there in san diego yeah. listening we have not we have not increased our price
2: at all zero dollars and zero cents
1: but if you do want to
2: fund our go fund me to we're, you know. we're not allowed to <laughs> do that but maybe someday no, he's a great dude, man. It's uh, been a fun day. Um, been a cold day, very chilly day. Ready to get some soup in me and go home and relax because I, I'm not playing golf in this. We've already canceled. Me and Polly have canceled our round. Had to lie to the guy and tell him, oh, we didn't end up making the trip. No, we made the trip. It just sucks because it's freezing I, I feel cold.
1: like bad weather is more than a legitimate excuse for not playing It's not bad golf. weather though. It's just cold and windy. It's bad weather it's, for golf. Uh, it's very terrible. bad weather for Arizona golf.
2: I am going to go watch. I want to watch a little bit on the backfields too. I uh, just saw Brent Honeywell, by the way, throwing a bullpen back there with Craig Stammen. And you know me, man. I'll get suckered in in two seconds. Stammen looked unhittable. <laughs> like, so um, Brent Honeywell looked really good. I, yeah, I that young him. prospect, Craig Stammen, yeah. rising saw, up
1: through the ranks. This I might be him, his year.
2: I saw him break <laughs> off. A, I saw uh, Honeywell break off a slider that would have you snot and then it dotted a low 90s fastball in the outside corner uh, pitching with a lot of conviction he was uh the was watching him and um and Fritzy was watching uh stamina and, and both of them just popping it so man I'm I'm all in we're all all in so sold and on, on what I'm seeing out here and uh what I'm hearing you know hearing from the skipper Bob Melvin hearing from the owner Peter Seidler about the 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 caliber and quality of players that are out here you, you almost have to see it to believe it it's of course
1: crazy. uh you know just over 48 hours they'll be walking over to that stadium for their first yep. game of spring training as, as we heard earlier um you're going to see a lot of the regulars earlier fernando tetis jr won't start that first game uh you'll probably see him within a few days now keep in mind as the manny machados and juan Soto's Ander bogarts they leave for their world baseball classic when teams. do they leave um, it depends on, I think, what team you're what on. Team you're anywhere up. from, like, February 26th or 7th to, like, March 2nd or 3rd. But okay. the games, I think, start March 8th. So uh, they all need at least a few days with their teams to get ready. But Fernando's not going to go anywhere. So he'll have tons of games for, you know, two to three weeks while those guys are gone, in which, you know, they'll they'll have plenty of opportunities to get out there and, and playing time. So there's no reason to rush him into the first few games. I mean I'm sure he wants to play on the same field as, as Manny and, and Xander and, and and Juan a couple of times, but they'll they'll get to do that at the end of spring training as well before the season starts. They'll, those guys will finish the World Baseball Classic and I think there'll still be 3
2: or 4 games where they'll come back and, and be with the
1: Padres before opening day.
2: Man, uh, so tomorrow's going to be a little different show for us. Uh, it's it's we're going to be in our Airbnb. Uh, no guests as far as uh, in-person. They're not going to be bringing Padres players by our Airbnb, even though that would be really cool if they did, but they're not going to. Um, they got picture day and, and a bunch of stuff that they're doing, so we're going to be from the Airbnb. Sammy Levitt's going to You know how come uh, at
1: school you had those like, business-type days yeah, where the picture service. people were coming? And, well, it's not just for the teachers, but even for the students when your schedule would be all messed up because you had to do – certain things they actually do in spring training in addition to you know stretching out and warming up their bodies for the season and getting ready they do a lot of the stuff you'll see during the regular season you go to petco park you know those videos between innings in which you know they're answering questions and playing games a vast majority of that is shot here during spring training they have uh, studios set up inside by the media workroom where they have green screens and players will come in and they'll you know they'll spend an hour or so answering a bunch of different questions that'll end up as some of the entertainment uh for fans in between innings at petco park and you know I, I know they update those things as the season goes on as well but a lot of that is done here in spring training and tomorrow's a day where they're they're getting a lot of that done as well sounds like a beating It oh as yeah player, oh absolutely I yeah be a beating. i mean it's beating i'm sure for the People who then, after one player leaves, you know, has to do it for thirty other guys who are coming in and answering the same questions mm.
2: over and over it's like again. A, it's like a day of meetings for these guys. Uh, tomorrow. You could
1: be any breed of dog. Which do- which
2: yeah. dog would you be? A lab. Next, yeah, hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. All right, live from uh, the pure our uh, our Airbnb tomorrow.
1: Yes, yeah, uh, and then we'll be back here on Friday to wrap up Fun. the week. Uh, should be a good one. Uh, thanks to Italian Paul Frank back in studio. For Woodsy and Paul, I'm Ben. Thanks for joining us. Another great day out here at the Peoria Sports Complex on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.